0: The Disappearance of Dorothy Arnold from Famous Mysteries, Curious and Fantastic Riddles of Human Life That Have Never Been Solved by John Alfreth Watkins. Coffee Break Collection 23 Mysteries, Riddles, and Conundrums. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org recording by andrea kotzer the disappearance of dorothy arnold christmas night nineteen ten the newspapers received their first details of the most baffling disappearance mystery that has vexed the world since the kidnapping of charlie ross thirteen days before on december twelfth, dorothy harriet camille arnold daughter of francis r arnold a wealthy perfumery importer at eleven thirty AM, left her mother at the family residence, one oh eight East Seventy Ninth Street, New York, announcing that she was about to visit the Fifth Avenue shops in search of a dress. Promising to call her mother on the telephone as soon as she found something to her taste, she walked from her home to Park and Tilford store at Fifth Avenue and Fifty Ninth Street, where she purchased a pound of candy. Although she had from 20 to $30 in her pocketbook, she had the confections charged. It was just about noon when she left the candy shop. Two hours later, she entered Brentano's in 26th Street, where she bought a volume of humorous epigrams entitled An Engaged Girl's Sketches. After emerging from the bookstore at 2.45 p.m., she met a young woman friend who congratulated her upon her healthful appearance i am feeling fine said miss arnold who turning north added i am going to walk home through central park that was the last trace of miss arnold known to her friends or relatives she was of a wealthy family proud of its pedigree her father traced his ancestry direct to the pilgrims of plymouth rock she was twenty-six years old about five feet four inches tall and weighed one hundred and forty pounds had a fair complexion dark brown hair and grayish-blue eyes all told she was a girl of striking appearance the pink of delicacy dignity and refinement she wore a tailor-made blue serge suit and black velvet hat trimmed with two silk roses she carried a black fox muff she was strong and athletic extensively traveled and accustomed to going about alone She had a very cultured voice, whose accent was described as somewhat like that of a Frenchwoman. She was a Bryn Mawr graduate with literary tastes. Lately she had written a love story entitled Poinsettia Flames, also some verses, Lotus Leaves, which she was endeavoring to have published. She had very conventional tastes was said to be the last woman in New York who would ever elect to visit the Bohemian cafes. She was not interested in the stage, in settlement work, or any fads that would take her out of the paths frequented by conventional people. At the time of her disappearance she had out invitations for a tea in honor of sixty Bryn Mawr schoolmates. This function was to have been given five days after she vanished. A search of her room showed that she had left behind all of her jewelry of value and a large batch of personal letters. Everything indicated that her disappearance had not been premeditated. Had she planned to leave home without taking her parents into her confidence, she would probably have carried off her jewels in order to realize upon them— had she planned suicide she would not have purchased sweetmeats and humorous epigrams in the moments directly following a last farewell to her mother her clothing being of the finest quality and bearing the labels of the most exclusive modistes it is inconceivable that her body could have been found without exciting notoriety unless the discoverers of her remains wish to conceal her fate among her friends she was known to be popular among many men but sentimentally inclined toward none yet the private letters found in her room disclosed one romance she was apparently about to become engaged to a Pittsburgh bachelor at first the arnold family concealed their daughter's disappearance from the press but realizing the value of newspaper aid in such an emergency their attorneys at last gave out a bulletin to the reporters thereafter a series of conflicting statements and retractions served only to deepen the mystery there was issued the statement that mrs arnold was ensconced in a winter resort awaiting news of her daughter but investigation showed that she and her son were in europe it was stated that miss arnold had no love affairs but the reporters confronted the family's attorney with alleged evidence that she had been carrying on a clandestine correspondence with the pittsburgh bachelor in spite of the general belief that miss arnold was still alive her family went into deep mourning for her evidence of their absolute ignorance of her whereabouts is the fact that their personal attorney traveled thousands of miles to interview police and detective authorities and visit sanitariums and retreats of all kinds wherein the young woman might be hidden virtually every newspaper in the world has published her picture and description both the old world and the new have been scoured for evidences of her fate Hundreds of thousands of circulars have been sent to postmasters and police officials everywhere, and her picture was flashed upon the screens of hundreds of photo playhouses. Her parents have made several trips to Europe in search of her, and hundreds of thousands of dollars have been spent in trying to answer the riddle of her fate. It has baffled William J. Flynn, head of the United States Secret Service, William J. Burns of the Burns Detective Agency, Sir E. R. Henry, Chief of Scotland Yard, and other of the greatest detectives of the Old and New Worlds. End of The Disappearance of Dorothy Arnold. Recording by Andrea Kotzer.